Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. You're listening to a new Living and Breathing Technology podcast. You're about to join Amina Agarwal as she captures and shares unedited stories of tech professionals as they reflect on the past, foresee the future, and discuss what they would like to change for a better tomorrow. Knowledge is power. Now, more than ever. Hello and welcome to Living and Breathing Technology, a life that is away from technology. In this show, we talk about life, passion, interests, hobbies, initiatives, and so much more. It's all about us. It's all about our journeys. And in this episode, I will be speaking to Christine, uh, who helped Jessly to transition her career from nanny to becoming a security analyst. Let's hear her story. So, yeah, I did all that during the pandemic, during work and family. Oh, that's great. And while you were sitting with this, uh, with the fairy godmother, whom I'd like to introduce, <laughs> Christine, uh, to this show as well. So how how was it? How did you feel about her working as in um, in as a, in cybersecurity? How did you feel seeing her, watching her, you know, work and juggling between her mom life and her work life? Did you ever thought that okay, this is the life that I would want? This is the life that I see myself into. Uh, justly for you, do you think that this is the life that you wanted to work in? Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, um, I I still get to pinch myself every day uh, when I start working, and every every day is so different from the previous one, and it has their challenges and everything. But it's so fulfilling because it's something that I love to do, and I get to pay. I never I, I never thought in my life I will be able to get paid for something that I love. It doesn't even it's not fair, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, that's great. So, Christine, uh, very warm, warm welcome to this show. And I, I was blown away when Jessly told me about you that you know there's this woman who had helped me while I was working as nanny, and just to hear about that there is someone who could just look beyond their current. Um, role uh, and how they are achieving what they are achieving they're doing for you being dependent on them and still seeing that um, in them that is such a great achievement so uh, I really like to appreciate what you did for Jessly and for the other women that you might be doing right now uh, it's such an inspiration so uh, if you could tell us a little bit more about yourself as well yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for inviting me here. Um, so I also live in San Diego, California, and I have worked for IBM for 10 years now. I did 10 and a half, I had to triple check, um, about eight and a half years in cybersecurity. And so I'm currently a cybersecurity program manager. And in my role, I wear two hats. I focus on incident management and risk management. And uh, I always say that I fell into this role by accident. So in 2011, I had moved to a new city and I started working as a contractor for IBM in a non-cybersecurity field. 
about two years into that role, I had a coworker and friend who said that the security team was hiring and I had no idea what they did. I knew I was not qualified, but I interviewed anyway. And um, the hiring manager took a chance on me. I said, I, I will work really hard and I'll learn. And my first role was in incident management and I fell in love. And I learned then that even if I didn't necessarily have experience in the field, I had done very similar things in other roles. Um, and I really liked the the it, the tasks, the individual tasks of that job just fit me perfectly. So I completely fell in love. Um, I got recognized and then was asked to move to corporate. So I, I uh, four years in, I went from the subsidiary to corporate and was part of the, the uh, corporate incident response team. A couple of years into that role, I decided I wanted to go back to school. So I had never finished school. I never really knew exactly what I wanted to do. And so I just never finished. So I went back um, to, I attended Capella University online. And so for two years, every day after my day was done, I would turn over to my personal computer and, and go to school. And so after two years, I earned my Bachelor of Science in Information Technology, uh, Information Assurance and Security. And that is where I am now. Oh, that's so amazing. And I always get amazed when someone says that, um, you know, um, we didn't know whether I'll be able to do that role or not, but it happened by chance because yeah. we usually tick the, we try to tick all the boxes on the job description before applying and say, maybe we, we will not be a good fit of this role. And we may cancel out that um, opportunity on us, though we may be able to get into that role, into that position uh, because of our background, because of our experience that we hold before. So that's really amazing. So any advice that you'd like to give to uh women, binary, non-binary folks here as to how to approach any job opportunity? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that every woman I know in cybersecurity has an impressive drive. And so I would tell them to keep that drive, uh, work hard, and put your hand up when opportunities arise. You are so correct that we tend to want to check every single box before we before we move forward, and it isn't necessary. Um, I think that the industry really needs the type of person who's willing to work hard and raise their hand, um, and I think those folks are going to be recognized for that work and really will find success. Yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for your uh, very inspiring words and. So it takes me to another question where I see that, you know, not many people think about others, though there are so many programs which emphasize on mentoring, which emphasize on uplifting women, but there are very small number of women just like you who appreciate the people who are working around them and try to, you know, motivate them so that, you know, they can achieve better in their life. They can go and chase their dreams. So what made you empower Jessly to move into cybersecurity while looking at her? 
Yeah, absolutely. So when she told me she was interested in cybersecurity, um, I joke that I said, don't get into incident management. <laughs> it's very crazy. It's very stressful. <laughs> but I was so pleased to hear that she was interested in the field. Um, as I mentioned, when I entered eight years ago, I didn't know a lot about it, um, but I was able to become proficient and successful really quickly. I really grew fast. I made leaps and bounds in my role, including in my salary, which was incredible. Um, and it was really empowering. It made me feel accomplished and proud and like I'd found my space. And so when Jessie approached me with similar dreams, I saw that future for her as well. She is an incredibly hard worker, um, sharp, inquisitive. She asks questions when she wants to know something. And then when she learns it, she provides guidance and support to others. Um, it, she's just an absolute asset to any field. And so I was really pleased that she was choosing mine <laughs> to <laughs> grow her future in. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And I see the connection already while she was watching you and you were watching her as a personality who can build connections, who can overachieve or who, who is trying to do her best in all the parts of her life. So that's, that's quite amazing. So um, just as we move from cybersecurity to incident management to, to Jess Lee's professional life. Uh, what do you do? You know, what do you love outside of work? What do you enjoy doing? So when I log off for the day, um, I often find myself baking with my toddler. I'm trying to teach her, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. Um, crafting. We like to visit the library. That's some, I grew up with a love of reading. And so it's been really special to introduce her to the library and books. Um, and as a family, we really like camping and just being outdoors. We are so lucky to live near the beach. And so we really like to take advantage of that. That's great. <clears throat> and I also take my daughter to the library because she enjoys reading. And uh, Jess Lee, you, uh, if you could talk us about uh, that Ruby code book that you read with your daughter and what does she like, really like about that book? Because I, I know that when we spoke last to last time, you were talking to me about some of the books that you enjoy reading for your daughter. Can you share some of those books that you read for your daughter and uh, what is the feedback that you get from her? <laughs> Absolutely. It's, um, I really like them because they are focused uh, to, to teach small little girls uh, not to be fearful and to enter um, on, in the STEAM fields. Yeah. So the books that I read to her, one of them is Hello, Ruby. And it's about this little girl that it has to follow sequences and processes. And it's um, and it has a little bit of challenges to read that book. And it's helped her to think in a different way. And we talk about it. And it's something that I like. And the other one, this is for smaller kids. It is um, How to Build a Sandcastle. And it's the same thing. It's this girl that is asking a robot to build a sandcastle for her. And then there is a lot of trial and errors in the process uh, until they find the right sequence on how to build one. Um, 
does she get curious as well like you to understand a little bit more about this robot and how do we build sand castles she is very inquisitive i will say mm. and it surprised me sometimes um she will notice things that i will think that for her age it's uh it, it really impressed me um so we have these little games sometimes that i had to and i don't know where i read about it but is i didn't invent this uh but we we talk about making a you know peanut butter jelly sandwich yeah. and then she has in instructions and she has to be really careful because if she is not careful I'm going to do it wrong. We laugh about it so but now she knows how to do it but yeah uh, it's a it's um I think that is an, a way for us to practice uh how to how to think as a programmer or a developer hopefully we'll that's, see. Yeah, no that's right and as parents we can only introduce them to these new types of resources or through books through educational material and it's up to them whether they like it or not uh, but technology is here to stay so they whichever field they go they will have technology with them <laughs> um, but yeah what i really love about the thing is that she already sees you as a role model and the last time that we spoke she was telling me that i would like to be my mom so <laughs> that is such a sweet um you know inspiring story in your house itself where she just wants to become like you so uh, can you talk to us a little bit about that and how does she see you as a role model um yeah absolutely i think that um it makes me realize that she is watching me you know you and that i am a role model for for her and when i was working uh for christine and was um babysitting her daughter um i remember that cora used to say i want to be a nanny when i grow up because that's what i was doing and now that i work on the computer field she is i want to work on computers she cannot say cybersecurity yes. <laughs> properly <laughs> so she says i want to work on computers um and it's empowering and it's also a huge responsibility because you want to you want to provide for your kids and you want to also prepare them for life yeah so um i'm trying to normalize that mommy has to study sometime that the study never ends and that a study can be fun mm -hmm. and we do things together so i think um she is learning and i have like good feedback at school from their teacher that she she asked the right questions and she she could grab things really quickly so um, yeah and i but we do a lot of work together i am teaching her right now how to read and she is going to be on kinder next year she's yeah. five years old and she's starting to read a few you know lines on a book and that's really really a bonding for us as well and i think that's my way i think my mom did that the same the same thing with me and i'm just repeating the same steps oh, wow that's so nice and just as you said that as my mom pushed me into learn something new i'm already doing that so that's quite amazing as well so just going um coming to this question wherein i'd like to ask you if we could start with christine and if if i could ask for one advice that you'd like to give to any women who are trying to navigate their career in cybersecurity what 
what would be that advice? Um, I'll, re- I'll repeat myself a little bit from something I said earlier is just to like, and really work hard, know that you are capable and speak up, raise your hand when there are opportunities, because no matter what the domain, this field needs that type of person. And if you don't know something, you can learn it. And so just keep pushing. That's quite nice. And what about you, Jessly? Any advice that you'd like to give to women? Yeah, um, for me, the most important thing was uh, grabbing the opportunities. There were uh, scholarships, there were uh, certification programs, there were uh, free cybersecurity classes. There is a lot of material around if you want to learn uh, cybersecurity and you don't have to break your pocket. Um, so that was one of the things I am very curious. So I am always trying to um, read and research new things and just having that curiosity and that uh, willing to learn and doing the effort. Um, I think that it was one of the biggest factors uh, that put me on the shoes that I'm wearing today. Uh, that's great. And um, if I just put you both together and just try to ask you that while you are studying and upskilling yourself and learning new things, how do you manage your time um, what do you do outside of work and how do you sort of juggle your work learning and your mom life so let's start with christine is there any trick that you'd like to share with us uh, how to <laughs> how to juggle incident response and incident management <laughs> with mom life <laughs> oh man i think i'm still searching for that answer um you know the It, this really is a difficult question for me at this time of my life. So my daughter is two and a half, you know, I'm not brand new, but I still a lot of times feel very new to all of this. And like, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, and right now I'm really trying to seek answers on how to truly re-energize while, while juggling everything. It can definitely be a lot. And, you know, as women, I think it's easy to pile on more responsibility out of guilt and out of this pressure we always feel to be everything for everyone. Um, you know, although as damaging as that mentality is, I think it also is what propels us and why we're so successful. Um, but that's a, that's a whole nother podcast for sure. So I think to answer your question simply, I'm going to say yoga. Um, I think that when I'm able to do yoga, it brings a calm and centeredness to my life that I need in order to be my best self. And so Uh, that might be my answer. That might be something I need to do more of. Yes. And I absolutely can understand that because whenever I start on doing meditation or yoga, I do it for one day or two day and then stop doing it. So we need to be consistent while we practice any of those exercises or um, any of these physical activities that we do just to keep ourselves more calm and as i speak to you right now your voice is so beautiful and calmer and just centered like <laughs> have you been have you been practicing yoga throughout 
<laughs> like imagine having that incident management critical sort of incident coming in and Christine is so calm <laughs> I thank you for saying that. You know, I do hear that sometimes after incident meetings. So, I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, I know where it's coming from. You need to be calm otherwise you'll have fire everywhere and don't know where to go, what to do next. So, yes. definitely a great thing. And what about you, Jessly? If you could share some trick <laughs> that you use Just to add, I could heal, hear her for hours. <laughs> you know, she's like so easy to talk. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that um, one of the things that I value the most is my family, and for me, it's the little things. I love um, going out with my family and just, you know, um, trying to see the world through my daughter's eyes. It's something amazing, I will say. Um, but my absolutely favorite part of my weekends is the Saturdays that we on Saturdays that we um, watch a movie and we have popcorns and it's uh, it's that little detail that that little thing that made me really really happy. Yeah, no, that is definitely something that we always look forward to on the weekends, especially me, um, just being with the family and spending time. without having to read my emails or looking at the notifications on my phone i just keep it away <laughs> so really enjoy doing that and it's lovely speaking to you both um, it's absolute pleasure to have a princess and a fairy godmother whom i got an opportunity to speak to so really appreciate um, having you both coming on the podcast and sharing your experiences on on this podcast Thank you so much for having us. Thank you Amina this was We hope you enjoyed this episode of Living and Breathing Technology podcast with Amina Agarwal. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share itspmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.